Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Oh baby, I can't. The monitor's definitely not working, but it doesn't matter. Oh, you can try to come baby. fix it later. Oh my oh, goodness, baby. what is up, everybody? Welcome in to the Winner's Lounge. Let's go. By far the best Winner's Lounge of the preseason, oh, man. And the last pre- Winner's Lounge was great. The last one was a vibes cast, man. This one, I think the vibes somehow even better, even greater. We're in Studio A, maybe. We're in Studio Maybe it is because you're here. Maybe. Yes, the Studio A with a Winner's Lounge. Thank God we didn't have to open this thing with a Loser's Lounge. Guys, the Denver Nuggets get the win over the Golden State Warriors. And can I tell you something? The Warriors wanted this one. Mm -hmm. And there's no shortage of good things, including what is, in my opinion, the supreme good thing for the Denver Mm -hmm. Nuggets tonight. I'm going to spend a lot of time raving about Michael Porter Jr. I'm not even joking when I say I'm so hyped to talk about Michael Porter Jr. tonight that I went and ordered a vanilla Porter Jr. (laughs) Literally, that's the only reason. I was like, you know what? Let me get one. I actually asked uh, for a vanilla Porter Jr. And they're like, what is that? <laughs> I haven't ordered a Vanilla Porter Jr. since November of last season. It's been a long time since yeah. the last one. It, well, it's time to like re-up now. Yeah. Yeah. It's back. So Tap true. the keg again. It's, it's back. So true. We are yeah. presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DMVR whenever you sign up. Deb, you let us down for the final time. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad that you said it. The final time. It won't happen again. It's the regular season. You know, you got to shake season. it off. That stuff yeah. doesn't matter, man. Do you really think that... Milwaukee Bucks aren't going to win a game this year? No, I don't think That's that. That's all I'm saying, man. I'm going to be right. right back to where I'm supposed to be. Um, it's over. It's, <laughs> Thank it's God. Over. Preseason is over. Guys, and look, I already introduced Dev. He already gave his piece over here, but I'll introduce the man with the wind in his <sighs> hair. You're feeling yes, good tonight. Michael. Yes, Michael. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Yeah, Mike, baby. Unbelievable. Um. Later in the show, we'll get to some stonk report, but I think we should start with a quick recap. What do you guys think? That's Let's very quick. It. I didn't take great notes tonight, guys. I didn't. You're going to have to forgive me. I didn't do a great job. I was feeling it. I was having too much fun. Um, there was a play early in this game. You know Jamal Murray again, by the way. The other guys are back. No Jamal Murray. But we get a second look at this Bruce Brown lineup. And I actually think, we'll talk about it in a second, but I actually think it's good that we got two views of it. Because last game... I felt good about it. I wanted to mm-hmm. see more of it before I felt anything. Tonight, you see what felt like a regular season game with regular season sort of intensity to it. And that lineup crushed. I thought it did a phenomenal job. There was a play early on in this game where Jokic ball handling, Bruce Brown pick and roll. Jokic hits him on the roll. He hits Aaron Gordon on, on that. So it goes Jokic as the yeah. ball handler. It's like everything's inverted. Every, up is down, left is right. And you watch it and you just go, yeah, that's right. That first unit was getting great looks off of basic actions. And that's the sign of a great team. Like the Warriors, they get good looks off basic actions because Steph Curry makes everyone panic. Clay makes everyone panic. Draymond reads the court so well. The Nuggets tonight got great looks off basic actions the entire night that those guys were on the court, and I loved it. Um, the AG Michael Porter Jr. size mismatches really stuck it, stood mm-hmm. out. This was a hallmark of the Nuggets. But in the first quarter, there was a lot of plays where AG would just get somebody small on him, post up, beast him. Michael Porter would get somebody too small, could get a shot over or a rebound over him. And then Bruce Brown, I have a note in here, just says Bruce Brown's defense is crazy. I think he's the best defender on the team. He's the best defender I think the Nuggets have had in the Jokic era. Is that a hot take, Dev? No, that's not a hot take. That's actually, like, spot on. Like, he's just a lot different than what they're used to. And and the crazy part is I don't even see – I don't even feel he's locked in yet. Like, he, he hasn't even unlocked himself yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I can't say that too confidently just yet because I don't know. But even like KCP, I think a you very, can say it. KCP does things defensively that really stand out to me as well. Like both of those guys do things where you're like, wow, that's impressive defense. KCP had a closeout tonight, closeout in contain that was like so impressive. Both of them are good. Right now, though, Bruce Brown just does things that are so crazy, man. It's unbelievable. So fun to watch him on defense. Um, hockey subs tonight. Legitimate hockey subs. Five out, five back in. Then five out again and five back in. Don't love it. Um, you know, not my favorite thing. It's a preseason. I want to see what night number one looks like, but I've, I've made, I'm making this point over and over again. I don't love it, and I'm worried that that's going to be one of the things I don't love about the season, especially when Jamal's there. We just saw two games where we got to see Bruce Brown and Nikola Jokic together. Those guys are made for each other. Yep. Bruce Brown is a <laughs> yep. tailor-made Jokic ball role player glue guy. Yep. You got to get minutes with him. I don't like this hockey sub thing. It happened tonight, whatever. The Warriors run in that second quarter. I'd be remiss if, if I did. Oh, actually, first I should say, Zeke Naji did not play tonight until the very end. Mm -hmm. He was not part of the rotation tonight, despite the fact that there was one starter down. We'll talk about that a lot later on in the show. But the Warriors in the second quarter, it was an impressive run. The ball was popping for the Warriors for about three minutes there, where you looked at it and go, wow, that Warriors team is, they're back. They're going to be. Vintage Warriors. Vintage Warriors, and they have all these new players. And I have to say, Wiseman played did his role at a high level tonight. We talk about. I'm only bringing this up because it's pertinent to the Nuggets. They're gonna, you know, Warriors are the re defending champs. Wiseman looks like he is ready to sort of fit in with that group. Mm -hmm. And then Kaminga to me is just incredible. I mean, he's kind of got a little dream onto his game. He's so athletic. Yeah. Um, he really impressed me tonight, and it just made me think the Warriors' top level is really, really good, even with these young guys. But guess what? Tonight. Nuggets top level was just a little bit better. Um, Michael Porter got taken out in the second quarter with two minutes to go and went to the locker room. We'll find out what that's about a little bit later. Starters come back in for the third quarter, and it was a masterpiece. A masterpiece of a third quarter. You watch the Warriors in those three minutes, and you're like, man, the Nuggets, there's a whole other level they have to get to. Then you watch the Nuggets in the third quarter, and you go, oh, yeah, they got there. Yeah. They did it tonight. Michael Porter continues. Tonight was his best game, fitting with, within the flow of the offense, and he knocked down shots. Um, they went on a great run, and then Jokic came out. Jeff uh, Green came in. Nuggets did a little bit of small ball for a while, which I love. It's noteworthy because they didn't do it in the first half. They haven't done it a lot this whole preseason. They did it tonight and went on a run, and then they went on a run with Ish and Bones together on the mm -hmm. court. It really freed up Bones Highland to get to play one-on-one, -on -one, and he attacked tonight. We don't have box scores, so we don't actually we don't trust the box scores we've seen, but Bones okay. Highland had a run tonight in the third quarter that was really good. Uh, and then the nugget, the rest is history. Nuggets, the Warriors wanted this one, and the Nuggets wouldn't let them have it. Dev, what's your big takeaway from tonight? I mean, the anticipation for the season, like this year, like super high. Like, I, you know, this was already going to be an exciting year, but just getting guys back in the funnel, um, getting guys back healthy, and just looking at this team, everything feels different. Um, just taking a look at this game, there's just such a balance. Um, when Jokic gets out of the game, you don't feel like the game is over or the team is just going to go on a, a huge run where they're not going to be able to um, buy any minutes for him. It's not about buying minutes. It's about the team having a flow. Um, five guys in double double digits. Uh, this was a game that both teams had the ball popping, and, and you got to see real basketball the yeah. entire time. Um, this team also overcame um, a big run, and that's not something that you see uh, you know, with this team last year. Um, them overcoming those runs against a really good team that actually wanted to win. So I think that is just like this. This this feels a lot different. That's my biggest takeaway. Hmm. Let's talk about Michael Porter Jr. You want to go there right away? <laughs> yeah, let's. That's well, my I, big well, takeaway. Before you get there, I do want to acknowledge. Okay. I agree with you because there are there's like making good shots. There's having great offense. That there's good process. And tonight, the Nuggets did so many different things that were encouraging. And last game, so many different things that were encouraging. That I'm with you. This doesn't feel like. Hot shooting night. Jokic carrying. Murray carry. They have talent. This or that. It was like the completeness of the things that they can do is what stood out. So yeah. I, I just wanted to acknowledge I that. I agree with that. It's so. a great, great point. Right. But now let's talk about Michael Porter <laughs> <Warner> Jr. <laughs> okay. I was at that Suns preseason game, you know, two games ago where right. Michael Porter Jr. looked terrible. Two of 11. Awful shot selection. Awful body language. He, he looked awful. He, he looked really, really bad. These last two games, though. I mean, he's looked like a completely different player from that game. And tonight, man, his shot looks like it's improved from last season. And and I'll drop a little wind chime here. I'm told that Michael Porter Jr. worked on quickening his release this summer, faster release on the shot, and 
smoothening up his release How and can form it be more as well. Smooth? He has the smoothest looking jumper I've ever seen. I'm telling you, this is stuff he's worked on, and it just looks like it's his shot somehow got better this summer. I mean, he's shooting it with so much confidence now. It was the shot for me tonight, and it was also just how he fit in the offense. It didn't seem like he was just, you know, running around actively searching out shots like he did in that Suns game. He kind of let the ball come to him. He let the offense flow. He played within the Nuggets yeah. tonight. And so it was just a really impressive offensive game from him. That's the thing about it to me. Like Michael Porter still misses reads. He still doesn't isn't fully there, but I don't care. Tonight and the last game, and tonight especially, but the last game too, Porter is trying, and you can just tell. He's passing. In both games, he passed up the bad ones. In fact, tonight, there was one or two that I looked at it, and I was kind of like, oh, man, I kind of wanted him to yeah, take that, yeah. which is great. I'd rather yeah. be on the other end and, and then you know have to come back. But I thought he looked to me tonight so committed to being within the system, and guess what? He shined in the system, and this is what I've been saying all along. I'm not a guy that thinks – the best outcome for the Nuggets is Michael Porter taking fewer shots. It's that I think that he needs to take the right ones, and mm -hmm. you maybe it's fewer for a while as you're starting to learn this or that, but eventually it's going to come around to where the offense just finds him and he finds where yep. he belongs in this or that. And to me, these last two games represent such a great step in the right direction for him. Absolutely. And then when he does it, like, again, there were times when Porter wasn't necessarily involved tonight, but the offense was humming. And that's the thing is, like, if the offense is humming, who cares? Keep it going. It's going to find you. And that's what was so encouraging about tonight. Yeah, you want to talk about improvements and understanding that the offense is humming. Jokic has not smacked his lips or got mad at any of the shots that MPJ has taken. This is, you know, one of the games that they got to play together, and I think that's why the shots look a lot different. He hasn't turned down any shots. There's not a shot he doesn't like. But this game was a little bit different because we got to see him and Jokic work together. In the other games, it was MPJ by himself because he has not turned down, right. um, you know, turn, playing in these games. And that's like really it's, it's Which is huge. also noteworthy. He played in all five. It. He played in all five. All five without even uh, – he hasn't even commented on it. Right. He's not even talking about how his it's body really goes It's really noteworthy, man. It's like he's just, he's just playing. He just yeah. is like, I'm just going to play basketball. And he's not uh, taking it easy. He's not, not, you know, he's not playing timid or anything like that. He He's playing with them like himself, like how he is. But yeah. then this game was different in the flow of the offense. Open shots that I, you know, I talked about it in the pregame that he hasn't got you know many open looks. This was a game that he got open looks. He's like just right there. They're hitting him. He could just knock it down or make a play. But he's just like this was a game. I feel like he just understood. Um, that the offense is going to come to him, so if he makes the extra pass, it's going to come back for him, and that's just how it's going to have to be this year. And these are the games where you just think about all the room he has to grow, and he was still so good tonight, right? but he can still be so much better in terms of just playing within the offense and just knowing spacing and just knowing how to move. Obviously, you know, other aspects of his game too, but I mean... The ceiling, it doesn't exist for him on the offensive end of the floor. He's already just this incredible shooter, this incredible shot maker, but he can still get so much better. And, like, these are the types of games that get you just ridiculously excited. And I see a comment in the chat, someone saying uh, the team was setting multiple screams for him. They're starting to believe. Erroneous. Erroneous, guys. I'm telling you. First of all, become a DNVR member. I'm putting up the most common actions that the Nuggets run through the playbook, and we'll probably get through them over the next like month, two months, or something like that. I keep trying to do one a week, maybe two a week, something like that. I'm telling you, the Nuggets system is largely predicated on read and react. They have set plays that they run mm -hmm. for t out of timeouts, opening games, this or that. But most of what they run is continuity stuff, meaning they didn't run extra screens for Michael Porter tonight, like out of the ordinary one or two or something here or there but it's not like they ran 20 plays differently yeah. than what they always do they run them the thing is is if you learn how to read the court and, and trust trust and, the, and offense, trust the offense you're going to find yourself in a position of that where you are receiving the ball and this is the point is i still don't think michael porter's great at that i still right. think he's going to learn more and more of this or that but he isn't taking he isn't breaking the offense he isn't going out of his way there are going to be times when i think he's going to learn better to like see two three sequences 
Meaning like, oh, I see what's going to happen after this play. The ball's going to reverse, and this is why I'm going to set up for that. Yeah. So I'm ready to come off of that or what have you. Or the defense is playing me this way. I'm going to set it up so when the ball reverses, I'm coming off the screen and getting open. That's the, Those are the things that he's going to learn. But these last two games to me represent him do putting himself in position to get there. Like you're not going to learn if you're always breaking the offense. You're not going to learn tonight. He didn't do that, and it was and he's just going to get better and better and better at it. Should he stay the course like this? So to me, I'm so impressed with him. I'm so impressed with what he did tonight, and I've always been impressed with the shot making. But I got to say this: we did this in the pregame show. Coming into tonight, Michael Porter was shooting 50 percent from three, <laughs> ten of twenty. I don't know what he went tonight because we don't have the box score. Pretty sure it was more than 50%. I yeah. think it was, yeah. And the thing is, he had a game to, that was 1 of 5. He shot 2 of 11 from the floor, 1 of 5. So he had one really bad shooting night out of 5, and somehow still is shooting hyper-efficient. It's ridiculous. The guys, I'm with you. I don't know if he is better shooter or what, because it's hard to quantify that. But I will say, he's not any worse. He's <laughs> not any worse than he was at his absolute peak when he shot 45% yeah. from 3. And that's all you could ask for. Of course. Honestly, that's really all you could ask for is, like, he does the thing that he does best at the same rate or even better like the fact that we're questioning it like that just goes to like to show how out like nug like nuggets at their peak is him like hitting everything yeah. and that's what it looks like he's doing even on the play like you just kind of alluded to with the read and react and the continuity there was a play in this game where Jokic gave him like the, the jamal murray handoff where he he faked a pick then he set the pick for him to like he had to react usually MPJ is going to just run off of that and has no, yeah. like, he's just going to run into oblivion. This game, he actually set it up, came off of it, grabbed the handoff, pulled up for a mid-range, like, like knockdown. That's the type of plays that can can get him open. It can free him, and also he gets to make a choice, either knock down that mid-range shot or get to the rim and finish. But that's just, like, him playing in the offense, and that is where you need to see that improvement. He got to sit for a year and just learn the offense a little bit better. And there goes a read that I feel like, if he makes like makes that, he adds six, eight points to to the, like his total, and he's going to have these big games. Then this is what happened with the Warriors with Kevin Durant. They were so great that KD could break from the system, and it still worked because the Warriors were a seventy-three win team before. The Nuggets aren't a seventy-three win team. They can't just like they can't afford that. They were like, in the regular season at least took a step back when they got yeah. KD, and just in terms of wins, I know they weren't they were a better team. I'm not saying that, but my point of that is, you know, with the Nuggets. I don't think there is a limit to the points Michael Porter can score within the system. There probably is for players like Jamal Murray and both like, you know, Michael Porter can score 30 points a game just reading and reacting and playing off of this. And the more yeah. he does that, the more like you do start to tailor the offense even a little bit more to make sure that you're finding the sequences that get him the ball. So this is why I'm so encouraged is Michael Porter, uh, Jamal Murray's a great player. He scored 50. Like he's unassailable in terms of his upside as an individual game scorer or what have you. Michael Porter gets his points in a way that's just different than almost anyone else. Like Steph, like Clay, where they just fill up and it's so consistent. And that's what gets yeah. you so excited. And it probably was one of the silver linings, is one of the silver linings to Jamal Murray not playing these last few games. Michael Porter is just naturally going to get the ball more. He's going to get more opportunities. And to Dev's point, maybe more importantly, he can build that chemistry with Nikola Jokic. Yeah. So here's what's exciting about that. One of the things when we're all talking about how many games are the Nuggets going to win this year, you know, we're thinking about that. You think, well, there are going to be some games without Murray. Probably 20-ish games that they'll have to play. We all pencil it in. 20 games that he'll load manage. And on those games, they'll probably be a little bit less. I'm not so sure. There, Jamal Murray represents an upside in the playoffs that obviously is clearly higher. He solves more problems. He raises their level. But there's something about a regular season when you have another way of playing that succeeds. And we've seen two nights. I'm not ready to declare it definitive. But this lineup with Bruce Brown and KCP as your backcourt, they lock you up. And they cut and they keep the ball moving. He put Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter. We know how good those guys are. They're so dynamic. And then you have Jokic. And then you have the whole thing about regular season teams have a walkthrough to go through a scouting report. So you have a scouting report that's like, hey, Jamal Murray, you got to do this. And all of a sudden it's like, well, now they have a different team. We have to do a different scouting report because Murray's resting. I look at what they did tonight and I go, Jamal misses 20 games, 20, we'll say 25 games. How many more losses do they get with this group if they have this group healthy than if they had Murray in a regular season? Again, in a playoffs, ceiling's higher. One? Yeah. Zero? 
honestly, I'm not trying to be crazy here, yeah. but I don't know if it actually makes that big of a difference. This was a good Warriors team. This is a great Nuggets team. Yeah, it puts them in a flow and just adding those two guys. Um, not only do they lock you up, they speed you up. Like uh, yep. they're they're long, they're quick. They could uh, like they're interchangeable defenders, and also they hide like some of those like limitations with like an MPJ, and then also it highlights the things that he does well on defense. Right. He's long. He can alter shots and things like that. Yep. He's not having to step out for a long time because he has a guy that can you know read and react defensively as well. Now he gets to read and react. So I like that type of lineup, but also on offense. You don't have to run the offense through those type of guys. You get to just play within the flow and maybe a little bit more than when you would with, with Murray just because of um, his strengths or like having yep. a ball in his hands and having to operate. Yep. Um, you're setting the offense up at different ways where now it's not so much read and react, but it's like ISO heavy, which doesn't. it's not to say that the offense gets worse or anything. It's just a little different. So, like, right now it's a little bit more free-flowing and continuity, which works to Jokic's favor. When Jamal's in, it works to his favor, but him and MP MPJ are just, like, ISO-dependent. So, I think you just get, like, different type of lineups. But I don't think that um, it, him not playing leads to, like, more losses in the regular season. Of course, you want them at, at their full strength um, when, it's, when the playoff starts. But throughout the season, I think that it works um, as, like, it, it benefits them. Right. Yeah. Um. This team just fits so well together. Bruce Brown is... The role player. They have three glue guys yeah. that are just so Bru elite. Bruce Brown is just that classic guy. He's the Gary Payton of the Nuggets. He's that classic guy <laughs> that every championship contending team needs. Yeah. The guy that can play with any type of lineup. Great on-paul defender. Just so pesky. And you got to give credit to Calvin Booth for the offseason he had. Getting KCP. Getting Bruce Brown. Just two great moves to shore up the defense. And the first quarter and the third quarter for the Nuggets tonight, I was so encouraged by the defense. And obviously, those two guys had a lot to do with it. If the Nuggets had the same team that they had in the playoffs last year in the first round, if they had that same defense tonight, they would have gotten cooked, I felt like, in those first and third quarters. But I really feel like this is a different Nuggets defense. I'm buying the defense. I'm buying it, too. I am. It's after tonight, the first and third quarters, man, they had some possessions where the Warriors were running their stuff, their split cuts, their motion. Nuggets were locking them up, making them take the whole 24 seconds. I, I, I'm with you. I'm buying the defense. And it's funny, man. Like, we think about Porter might also rest some games. And I'm curious. I mean, look, we're going to talk about Murray later on. It does suck that he missed so much time in this preseason. I wonder what Murray KCP Bruce looks like with Aaron Gordon and Jokic. Meaning if you just take Michael Porter out and give Murray and put Murray in, is it the same thing? Do you have two scores, Jokic and Murray, and then you have a bunch of glue guys? Does the ball pop like it has these last few games? Is it great, but in a different way? Yeah. Or is it less than? But again, the fact that I, th I have at least confidence to say, I think that there are so many combinations that Murray misses 20 games, Porter misses 20 games, and they don't overlap too much in which games they miss. You know, this might just be a, team, a Nuggets team that is built for regular season success. And then if it all blends by the playoffs, I saw somebody in the chat say, there is concern that we have, We've seen Porter Jokic work really well. In fact, when Murray went down, if you remember, the Nuggets had the best or second best record to finish the season. They went something like seventeen right. and five or right. something down the stretch. So we've actually seen Murray Gordon or I'm sorry, Porter Gordon Jokic look good without this style of defense and offense. So I think there's something con consistent about it. It will be you brought it up a little bit earlier. It will be interesting to see if Murray changes that texture. Because Murray does have the ball in his hands. He runs screen, rescreen action a lot with Yoke. It sticks a little bit more. And I'm and that's one thing we didn't get to see is what, what, what Murray looks like. Just real quick before we take a break. Do you anticipate that to have its own learning curve separate from the learning curve we saw the last two days? I think yes and no. I think that what makes uh, Jamal Murray a little bit more unique is he's now like adapting to being a point guard. He does not have to score every single time, and he's okay with that. Um so it's not like he has to have the ball to get that going. Also, like he he seems to just do like do what the team needs. Um, so it's you know you don't really get upset about the Jamal Murray shots or anything like that. He's gonna play within the flow of the offense. He's also gonna see that that's working and say how can I operate in that? How can I change? Even though you know he is gonna have to like uh, divert to like what makes him best, and that's having the ball in his hands and, and things like that. But I do think that he can adapt it and make it. Um, where he's the one that has to change and not the offense. Yes, I think it's going to be a big adjustment for sure. 
I mean, Jamal Murray, like he is the Nuggets' primary ball handler. He he can he has the biggest time of possession, you know, out of anybody on this team. Just that fact alone means it's going to be a big adjustment. Is there any chance when the playoffs started last year, Curry was coming back from injury, started on the bench? Is there any chance Wednesday night Murray starts on the bench? No, no, no chance. Yeah, I don't think so. No way. It's just weird that you have two games now. You built this continuity. I know. I know. But, but I'm with you. you. You got to start him. It is the one thing that's a bummer about this is we just haven't seen Jamal Murray. You want to yeah. see him, and he does create this enormous X factor. But you know what? I actually still think that there's reason to think that he could come in and fit into what he saw sure. tonight. And, you know, maybe you get a quick Bruce for Murray sub or something like that early on as you're trying to not <laughs> overwork him. We could him. only hope, man. We could only hope, yeah. Or maybe we'll just wait nine minutes and then five out hockey sub him. Let's take a break. On the other side, you guys won't believe this, there's more great things to talk about. <laughs> we haven't even got to all the great things. Hassle Cattle Company. We love Hassle Cattle Company. They're back with us now. If you've never tried Hassle Cattle Company before and you're local, come out to one of our Broncos tailgates. We've got Hassle Cattle Company there. You can try it. But Hassle Cattle Beef is raised in Texas on a family farm. It's the best damn Wagyu beef you've ever had. They'll ship it right to your door. Go to HassleCattleCompany.com to use code dnvr20 get 20 percent off your entire purchase i'm so glad we hassles back with us me too man dnvr20 20 percent off your entire purchase at hasslecattlecompany.com somebody's sharing with me a box score link that they have i wonder who who could possibly have usa today well sounds legit nfl action it's in full swing at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl we're talking touchdowns big plays even bigger wins new customers right now can bet five dollars on any nfl team to win get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do they've also got stepped up same game parlays i'm sure they'll have a bunch of stuff for the nba regular season tipping off next week so Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. Code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Did Jokic miss shot tonight? A three. He did, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. This box score says he was 7 of 7. I'm telling you, no I don't way. think we have an accurate box yeah, score. Yeah, for sure. People are just missed one. <laughs> People just guess. USA Today just guessing. I'm telling you, we can't trust these box scores. Uh, that box score says Jokic was perfect from the field. A um, couple tie, uh, tie some loose ends here on the starting unit. Aaron Gordon tonight. People don't – I've talked about this on the show. Draymond Green was in Aaron Gordon's ear – in a vicious way in the last playoffs. Nothing nothing crazy. I'm just saying that Aaron Gordon looked at, or I'm sorry, Draymond Green looked at Aaron Gordon and said, that's a guy I can mentally break. And yeah. I think Aaron Gordon did a very good job in that series of trying to not let him get frustrated, just keep battling and to, be, to show mental toughness to go back. I did think there were times in that series, and I definitely thought there were times tonight when Aaron Gordon maybe tried to go at Draymond. When he's like, I'm going to make a point. He had two charges on him tonight. And then he got a technical, I think, on one of those charges. And there were a couple plays where it's like, AG, you don't have to go at Draymond here. Like, just play within the flow. So it wasn't much, but I did think AG stepped outside the lines a few times tonight. And I thought KCP stepped outside the lines a few times tonight. Like, shooters have to be locked in to shoot. But there were two or three times with KCP where I was kind of like, yeah, that wasn't it. You know when a shot's the right one or wrong one? There were a couple times I was like, yeah, that's the wrong one. With Aaron Gordon, I don't get upset about it because I just want him to have some type of fire within him. Some type of yeah, I agree. Uh, get back for the year. And that's like... What he thrives at, he wants to prove himself. He wants to show that he can compete with anyone. And also it reminds me that it's still on his mind. It's still something that he thinks about, even though it was you know, in the past. Um, but also this was a preseason game. If you're going to act like that in the preseason, like you're going to play with that chip throughout the entire year. So I love that. Like Step uh, away from that if you have to. Um, play with that flair because it is contagious and guys are going to get involved. With KCP, like – explore right now because in the regular season they need you locked in so if you're going to like try to do things or try to showcase that you could do that you know i think it's okay you're also now on a team that it 
they're going to make the extra pass. So you don't have to do that. So now that's a learning moment, like early in the year where you can say, hey, you don't have to do that on this team. I know you've done that in the past um, where, you know, that was your role. You don't have to do that here. So it's going to come back to you. So, like, I think that it's like a positive thing that in the preseason, just to finish it off, he's like, hey, we still won and you still played well. But when we were in the flow of the offense. So two positives, I think. Yeah. yeah. KCP's had a bunch of questionable shots this preseason. and I wouldn't call it a bunch, but a, a noticeable a couple, A couple, every, a couple yeah. here and there. Not a bunch, though. I don't Co- want to make it sound like a couple tonight. But, I mean, we think about KCP as the strictly 3 and D player because that's what he was with the Lakers. That's how we remember KCP from that playoff series and his years on those Lakers teams. Last season, KCP shot 37% of his shots from the mid-range. It's in the 86th percentile. That was by far a career high. So last season in Washington, he took a lot of shots from the mid-range. I mean, compare that 37% to the 19% from mid-range he took with the Lakers. So last year he took a lot of mid-range shots. He's got to get back to that shot distribution he had with the Lakers. Like, that's what the Nuggets offense needs. Yeah. And I think he'll get there. Honestly, I think a lot so of this too. is just like every guy's kind of falling in, but... You know, one of the things that I'm so impressed with the Warriors, and I put this on the timeline today, people got mad at me for some reason for saying this, but the Warriors, the Steph Curry vibes are so strong. The Warriors vibes are so strong. They absorb players into their culture, and then all those culture uh, players just grow into the exact right piece that they need for the team. I think the Nuggets don't quite have what the Warriors have because I think Steph just has this joy that he brings oh, to yeah. the game that, like, the Nuggets, maybe Bones can bring that to the yeah, team and he can sure. kind of be that. But, you know, the Nuggets don't have a guy like that. They do have an unselfish superstar, but he doesn't necessarily, like, dance when Michael Porter makes a shot in a way that just makes you, everybody feel good about things. I'm not saying he needs to. You need, you need to be authentic, and Yoke can't be Steph. He has to be Jokic. But what I'm, um, but, but the point is, that I think guys, I think it's strong enough in Denver that guys like KCP are going to learn. I don't need to be thirsty for any shots. I don't need, like, if I score, if I don't score, it doesn't matter. There's going to be nights the ball just keeps finding me and I score a bunch, and then they're going to go to me even more. And there's going to be other nights I just yeah. do my job. And he played great defense tonight. Um, let's get to the bench. So hockey lineups, um, which is kind of weird, and some lineups I'm not sure how much we're going to see. But one thing I put out there, and I was surprised how much pushback I got on the last show, Dev. I said, I think I want to see Ish and Bones play together. And yeah. people were like, no, get out of here. Whatever. I'm telling you, Ish and Bones tonight allowed Bones. The ball was in Bones' hand still. It's actually in both of them. Think about how quick both of them are. Both of them they put big nights. pressure on the defense yeah. so much. And I thought both guys, but Bones in particular, shined just getting to attack. I love that pairing. I think that pairing is where it's at for the Nuggets bench. I think it's incredible. Um, first off, you answer... Uh, the biggest question that they had, how are they going to score the basketball? Like, <laughs> yeah. Answer that. Like, yeah. Everything else already like yeah. figures itself out. You don't have to, because you already had the defense there. Now you add two relentless like uh, ball handlers that can actually get downhill and just really just put that pressure on the defense the entire time. Um, they also just like, they're knocking down shots. They have that spacing like of an inside out attack. It seems to be knocking down every shot that he takes. And that's why also getting to the rim and finishing it in, in weird ways. Um, but it also, like, now you're starting to see Bones be able to get to the rim. And I just feel like that was, like, difficult if he has the ball in his hands and he's the one that's, like, generating the offense and initiating it from, from the top of the key. Now you could get him um, on the wing. Now you could get him in ISO situations that he wouldn't be able to have um, if he didn't have a, another primary ball handler. But, like, seeing those two guys attack at the exact same time, as a defender, you're like, what do I do? Like, they're, they're too quick. Um, even when I switch, the rotation is going to be slow. Um, and it just adds that. And now you have defense behind them that just makes them like a, a crazy good weapon. I have no idea why they would think that that's not um, – I mean, why they would be upset about that. Like, that is a good pairing. Yeah, man, I'm at the point where they've got to play together on the second unit. It puts so much pressure on the defense. Ish it's and crazy. Bones have to play together for big stretches of every game. I mean, we've seen it in these last couple games. It's It seems so obvious Two guys who can handle the ball, who can get into the teeth of the, of the defense, who can play make, who also can get their own offense. Ish yeah. Smith has been getting his own offense and knocking down mid-range shots this whole preseason pretty much. It just seems like a clear move to make to play those two guys together. I mean, the bench with those two compared to how the bench has looked 
without those two is just night and day so far this preseason. I'm scared to see what the the negative is about Ish because I just don't I know, see I know. any. Like we, this is every, so true. It's like a new relationship. Seems, yeah, everything. <laughs> well, he can't shoot the three. I mean, so we know great. that. Though. Yeah, but like, does he have to? Like, really? No. Has he had to shoot the three? Like, you don't have to put. He's putting so much pressure on the defense. It's not like they're leaving them open. He he also is knocking down the mid-range shots, so they can't play off of him because he can knock down the mid-range shot, and he's under control. Like, there's a trust with him the entire time that you just have to question, how has he been on 13 NBA teams in, like, the last 13 seasons? It's like there has to be some bad. It's coming, and I'm just anticipating for it to come. I'm like, how, when is it going to come? How is it going to come? I'm telling you, though, this is like when – the more I follow the league, the more I think about how where a player gets drafted – I'm not saying it's all luck. You make your own luck. But there are things that kind of shape you into a place. And him playing for all these bad teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we know how it is. If you have Ish Smith as your backup point guard, and you have rookie year Bones Highland, and your season's a waste, you're probably thinking, like, I just want to play Bones. Like, I don't got to play this veteran. Yes, he's good in this or that. And I think some of that has happened to Ish in his career, where it's like, is he the better player? Yes, but they're trying to rebuild, so this or that. Watching him, man, and I just love him, too. And think about... Think about how much Denver would struggle against Ish and Bones. Denver oh my struggles God. against quick guards. Yeah. Yeah. Two of them out there? <laughs> Just cooks? Yeah, there yeah. has to be a lot of other teams that also struggle against Of course. Quick and now you have two of them. Really, two of them at the same time. Think about if there was two Ish Smiths going at you. And and Bones is better than Ish. It just totally changes the dynamic of that group when those two are out on the floor together. It's just an entirely different feel, different vibe. Um, Also, they play at just a great pace, those two. Yep. They They put you on your heels at all times. They don't allow you... Like, they don't walk the ball up so where you kind of look around like, okay, here we go, yeah. catch your breath. They're just constantly, you're on your heels at all times, you're scrambled. And, you know, I was talking to somebody with the team yesterday about, even with Christian Brown, but I think it applies to Ish and Bones in the opposite direction. Of, You know, one of the things that's exciting about Christian Brown is Bruce Brown wears you out. If you're Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, like, Think about going and playing against Bruce Brown for 36 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then you have KCP, same thing. He just makes you work for everything. He doesn't give you anything easy. Christian Brown, I think, can represent. And by the way, Christian Brown got better each game in the Great season. Great game tonight from him. Got better in every single one of them. Hit a three tonight, thank God. Um, but he represents another guy defensively. It just makes you work. He's big. He can be physical. And there's something to the cumulative effect of I never got to go against the easy guy. I just Mm -hmm. always had to go against the hard guy, and that's harder. I think the opposite direction is true when you have Ish and Bones out there. There's just something to, if you're a guard, a backup. By the way, a backup guard. If you're a backup guard going against them, there's no easy option. Yeah, like, oh, I got Bones. They ran a pick and roll. Now I switched. Now I've got Ish. Dang it. Now i got to cover him. You're going to be exhausted. Yeah. It puts so much pressure on the defense. And, I mean, you think about some of the backup guards that – those guys will be going against. It's like the Ishmits of the world, you know? <laughs> so just the pressure that puts on the defense, how versatile, how many different looks that group can give you, how many different ways they can attack you. It's just, again, playing those two together seems so obvious to me. It, it mm-hmm. has to be the move, I think. Um, you also had in that second unit, Davon Reed, who made some shots tonight. Um, you know, he was out there as part of it. You had Jeff Green out there tonight hit the side of the backboard on one three and then hit a three like that was crazy after crazy jeff and deandre i feel like are just they're like they're the vets that are like what are we guys doing you guys are all sweating (laughs) (laughs) i saw it's preseason right what are you guys sweating for um and then deandre jordan i'll say this deandre jordan i didn't think had a good game tonight he needs to although he had a great dunk his number one trait in my opinion his number one value to this team is rebounding there were yep. plays tonight where he didn't get rebounds that I thought he was supposed to. And I think to me, that is, if you want to make the be the De, the DeAndre Jordan apologist and say he won him in the lineup over a Zeke or whatever, understandable. Like, there's, there's positives to it. But he's got to rebound at an elite level in order for mm-hmm. him to be effective. It's not even just the rebounding. It's the getting a couple of rebounds that he shouldn't get. Um, the working hard to like make you know the defense have to like box him out extra like extra or he gets the foul because two guys are trying to put their body on him and he gets knocked down Um, it's like the effort for me like with with DeAndre Jordan at times I feel like he should get rebounds and he just kind of gives up on the play and that's where um, you get frustrated with with him 
Um, also, um, on offense, he just doesn't go right up with the ball. And that's what I like seeing like while watching um, Wiseman today. I'm like, every single time he touches it, he's going straight up. And I know you're going to say like age and whatnot, but – DeAndre Jordan reassured us he can still dunk the basketball and, you know, he's like not in, you could just throw the ball in. Like that's what Wiseman yeah. does every single time. But the dunks that like that DeAndre has, like when he just, they throw it up to the rim, his hand eye coordination is crazy. Cause he just grabs it. That dunk was insane. He grabbed mm-hmm. it with behind him, just like threw it straight in. And it reminds you of like the, like the classic vintage. I don't know. Um, DeAndre Jordan, like type of dunks that he just puts pressure on the rim where guys have to like, it just brings everybody in. So like, if you have those, it, cre- it creates space and, but he needs to create extra opportunities as well. Yeah. I've been impressed with DeAndre Jordan this preseason before tonight. I mean, my expectations were low, and his rebounding has been good. Yeah. I feel like he has outplayed Zeke Naji at that backup center spot. Tonight, he was not good, though. He did not have it tonight. And like Dev was saying, I don't know if it's effort. I just think he's really slow. <laughs> he's just really slow, man. And he was going up against James Wiseman tonight. A second-year player, super athletic, and Wiseman was just beating him to everything. Rebounds, loose balls, second-chance points, even just dunks in the post, on, in the paint. DeAndre Jordan just looked really, really slow tonight. And, um, I mean, that's just going to be a thing throughout the entire season. I will say he has impressed me, though, so far this preseason. His rebounding has been good tonight. He was not good, though. He was not good. He does have some qualities that I kind of like with this team. And, like, you know what? When you have Ish and you have uh, Bones, I do wonder what the best, like, combination of players around those two, if you're going to go. You do need some shot blocking. Maybe you need a rim roller that's above the rim because that puts a, a different type of pressure. So I don't know. The Nuggets will probably experiment with it. But it does come at the expense of Zeke Naji. Zeke Naji not in the rotation tonight. He was actually in with Peyton Watson. He was in the Peyton Watson Vladko Chancha yeah. rotation tonight. What do you, what do you make of that? I'm going to stick with what I said on the pregame show, and that's there are going to be nights for DeAndre Jordan, and I think there are going to be nights for Zeke Naji. I wonder, and my theory is that the Nuggets were going up against James Wiseman at backup center, traditional five, pretty big guy. They wanted to match DeAndre Jordan up with him. I don't know if that's the case. That's what my theory is. I preseason matchups. Yeah, no, I I, I do. Um, I think there are going to be nights for DeAndre Jordan if you want to. Wouldn't you try him then at like power forward or something? Yeah, I mean, just him not getting in was suspicious, definitely. And look, if you're looking at a competition battle at backup center, I think DeAndre Jordan is winning it. But I think there will be nights for DeAndre. I think there will be nights where Denver goes into games with Zeke Najee as their backup center, I do. I think this is a situation where Malone looked at it and said, we know how Zeke Najee defends guys like that. Um, these like uh, rim runners, uh, super good around the basket, quick, um, athletic guys. But we don't know what DeAndre looks like in these type of situations. So let's see how he defends a, a Wiseman and if we're going to be able to go with him. Um, against these type of guys. Like you said, there's going to be nights where they're going to go with Zeke. There's going to be nights that they're going to go with DJ. So I think that you have to give it a look, and this was like a great opportunity, especially with, um, you know, momentum already going uh, DeAndre Jordan's way. I feel like they want to give him a real look. Um, So this was an opportunity for that. Zeke Naji, you know, has – he's been up and down um, for this, like, you know. So I don't think that they wanted to learn too much from it. They know what they have in him, but not the Mm -hmm. same with DeAndre. Yeah. Should we hit a break? Our last. Sure. Break. Is there any other players that deserve any kind of note? I don't. I don't know if there was. There wasn't like a ton of garbage time tonight. I thought Christian Brown had a really good game. I think Christian Brown got better every game. I really he do. has improved a lot from that first preseason game. Uh, he brings something to the table that the Nuggets need immediately, and just defense and just wearing, like I said, containing guys, wearing guys out. Yeah. Does he have the shooting? I don't know if he does or doesn't. I, I mean, he hasn't. Pro- I would say he has not proven to me that he does, but confidence is a lot of this and maybe he's starting to get over a hump and he can start to be in timing as well i I like christian brown i mean i I don't love him. i don't think he's like a great player or anything like that but i do think that the things he does well go massively underrated yep and he does those things kind of effortlessly yep he 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 sort of like is a defender by nature Mm -hmm. so all right let's hit a break on the other side stonk report 
Breckenridge Brewery, guys, the official beer of DNVR. Uh, make sure to pick up some Broncos Country Pale Ale during Broncos season. It's the beer we drink during Broncos games. It should be the beer that you drink as well. Pick it up from your local liquor store. Your grocery store might have it. If you don't know where to get Breck Brew, check out the Breck Brew Beer Locator on their website. That will tell you where to get Breck Brew wherever you are. If you're local, come down to the tailgate. We got tons of Breck Hell Brew yeah. there. We've got Broncos Country there as well. You guys should come hang out with us. Get hooked the tailgate. up. They're fun, man. So fun. Also, we love hanging out with our homies. So fun. Playing a little bags. Nobody can beat oh, me. Oh, thank you, Kel. I've even been going to the tailgates. I've seen you been on the buses. See what I'm saying? <laughs> See what I'm saying? I'm, I'm locked in this year. Yeah. Deb loves hanging out. Love it. Also, guys, Travis Legal Offices. Look, if you get in a car crash, you've got insurance companies coming at you from every angle. You got lawyers. It's a really stressful process. Call up Travis Legal if you need legal advice, if you need help with anything in that realm. 303-766-8766. You get a free consultation on your personal injury matter. 303-766-8766. You can also reach out to them 24-7 at Travis Legal Offices.com. They're great at what they do. You can trust them. They're not going to screw you. Travis Legal Offices. If you need help in a car crash, personal injury, anything like that, property damage, call up Travis Legal. All righty. There we go. You guys want to... Oh, wait. We have some super chats to get to. Kale, you're going to have to read these to me. You're going to have to shout them to me. All right. First up, we've got four ninety nine from James. Wow. Per ESPN, zero Nuggets highlights in that win. Not surprised. <laughs> oh, wait. Did they have like all Warriors highlights? And then <laughs> it must have been. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. That's funny. That's what Ryan just Rollins for three. <laughs> that, that also happened in that Lakers game, man. It was a close one. They lost by like 40. Yeah. What, was, oh, the, what man. was the Lakers highlight that you tweeted? LeBron has identical mid-range jumpers or something. Back and, then back. The, and then above it. <laughs> The score's like 122 to 75. LeBron has back to back identical like mid Malik jumpers. Monk makes this incredible reverse finish. I'm like, what? <laughs> They're getting smoked right now. Check out this Darvin Ham timeout. Wow. <laughs> Look at the form on that. 499 from Steve. I won my bet and you guys deserve this, but this is a great sign for the season or you guys will get another meaningless preseason game. All right. <laughs> we appreciate Ride it, man. Bets, Ride or die homies, man. We got so many of them. We got so many of them, man. So uh, many. That wasn't a meaningless uh, preseason game. There was things that we learned. About I that. agree. I think it was meaningful. This is coming in from, sorry if I mispronounced this, Jossie. It's a matter of trust. I recall a game where Yoke hit Sap on three back-to-back plays, and on the next play, Porter jacked up a shot instead of a pass to Yoke. That's a no. callback there. No, that's a real, real callback, man. Wow. All the it's way to the been on his mind. He's been holding on to that man, one. Look, it. man, I mean, there's no question. I'm not saying Michael Porter is, like, over the hump on. No, not by any means. That. I'm just saying that it is clear. Like, you want to see a guy that cares. Like, Calvin had a great uh, quote in the, the thing he had on NBA.com. I encourage everybody to read where he said something about, like, a lot is made of you know, Porter shot selection, this or that, but the guy wants it. And I think this is like, I was, ta- I can't remember who I was talking to on the, like on the phone or some, you know, some friends will sometimes text me. They're not like thick in the weeds of the NBA or something. Yeah. And they'll be like, he just seems like he doesn't really care about this. or that. And I was like, guys, Michael Porter loves basketball mm-hmm. first, second and third in his life. Like he's a basketball purist and he's a competitor like that. I don't question his heart or any of those types of things. And tonight nights like tonight, you see that he genuinely and like the last two games, I think he genuinely wants this to work out yep. the right way. Yeah. All right. Coming in from TJ was ish the preseason. Mr. Nuggets, maybe Bruce <laughs> or MPJ <laughs> preseason. People Mr. Nugget. trying to ignite the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do this every show. We can't keep doing it. I don't know who Mr. Nugget is. <laughs> we'll have to determine it at some point. Soon. Still bones is to lose, but there are a lot of guys that are just lovable. All the Nuggets are, are Mr. Nugget. Late charges. All the Nuggets are Mr. Nugget. <laughs> God. <laughs> Coming in from Tyler. Super sticker. Horse in a Nuggets jersey holding a sign that says, yeah, Mike. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know they had that one. That's a rare one. That's a super uh, rare. That's a that's great. A right that's there. a banger that's of a, a super right there. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Perfect. Oh, my God. And then, you win the chat today. And then from Nico, this was the best body language I've seen MPJ have as a Nugget. Loved him and Jokic playing off of each other. Our team is so deep. 
Yeah, I think Amen. the body language was even great with Jokic. You know, he's just not upset when he makes like takes a tough shot. He's just like, hey, he, he's he's shooting tough shots. He's knocking them down. <laughs> like that's just what it is now. Yeah. And I think that understanding, like, they're you know clicking a little bit more. I honestly wonder if Yoke has like a method to his like. I just got to find a way to get through to this guy. His preseason goal was getting through to MPJ. It's like however the hell I have to do it. Probably not. It wasn't it, scoring. I doubt that. I don't know that he had a preseason goal. It's like what, Yoke, what's your New Year's resolution? I didn't make any. Yeah, I don't he definitely doesn't either. believe in those. Yeah, like this is why it's so. He aggressively does this at media day where people are like, "What's your personal goal?" What goals? I goal? I've uh, never set a goal yeah, before. Yeah, what's yeah. what does goal mean? All right, we ready for a little stock report? Wait, stock so we've report. got one more. Oh, we have yeah. another one? One more from Gordon coming in. Let's Our go! Boy. Our boy Gordon! Let's go, Gordon. Let's go! Let's Gordon go. Glasner, hell yeah. Up in Canada, we think. Or just giving Canadian dollars. I don't know. It could be. <laughs> for the hell of it. <laughs> That's the hell of it. Hell yeah, Gordon. Great to have you back. He wants us to go to Kitchener next Great. Hey, man. Yeah, hey, maybe he's from <laughs> Kitchener. He's going to show us around town, man. Can you be our tour guide? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Kale, you want to walk through the roster? You got a headset on. Walk me through the roster. Is that? A t- are you putting a headset on top of a headset? I, I, yeah. I wish you guys could see him. He has two <laughs> headsets Kale on his head so, right now. This is wow. You're so out of sorts right ultimate now. Ultimate producer Kale. Ultimate <laughs> producer Kale. Uh, let's start with at the back of the roster. Let's start with Christian Brown. You know what? This was an oh, easy one. Easy, one of the easiest man. ones will do. Christian stock Brown, up. stock up for sure. You're gonna go stock down. <laughs> You think what? Dev, the green Dev, arrow give it. Up. You gotta go. You gotta go for it. What are you? You're giving. All right, Christian Brown stock down. Yeah, man. I just had higher expectations for him. Like when he Dev, was drafted. You don't have to be the <laughs> contrarian, dude. I thought that he was gonna be a part of this rotation. He I thought he, he will was gonna be. He will actually. Be. Eventually, he will be. But he just looks so far away. Like I just can't be high he on him. Not far away when, tonight. When people talk about this, here's the thing that, that I always find weird. The guy in front of him is Davon Reed. That's like, Mr. Dependable you're talking about. And it and they don't seem that close to me. All right. Well, you think Damon Reed looks way better than Christian Brown? I don't. I think he looks better. I don't. I don't. He makes shots. I do. I think <laughs> Christian Brown's he's he's closed the gap this yeah. preseason, no doubt. And honestly, though, to be honest, it might be Ish Smith. <laughs> it just might be Bruce Ish and Bones in the second unit, and maybe there, maybe there's more right out. Yeah, I just think his stock is up because he it was really low after summer league, and it was really low after preseason yeah. game number one. Yeah, <laughs> it was really low. Tyler Lydon, and it slowly three. it slowly came up. All right, what do you got? Let's hit Vladko Chanchar. Oh, well, uh, this one's a tough one. FIBA Vladko is not there. This, yeah, this what's preseason. going on, man? I don't know. Really, I thought he was going to come bad. back and he was just going to really prove I, I himself. Know. Like, he was going to come back with that glow. This is like a lot like Wancho after he won. <laughs> it's you know, so like, true. It was just like we expected so much yeah. and then he just came back as the same guy. You're yeah. like, there was so much this summer that I was like, hey, he might he might really be good. And he just doesn't get the opportunity. And then he somehow. gets the opportunity. And I'm like, oh, okay, there, there it goes. Yeah, he hasn't been that great. But, I mean, it doesn't matter. All right, what else we got? Ish Smith. I mean, come on, dude. Like, we don't even have to spend a whole segment on him. I mean, it couldn't this be higher. two stocks up. Yeah, I was going to say, he's, he's double up. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if anybody's stock is up more. Bruce and Ish are the winners of preseason, man, by a lot, I think. Yeah, it's, Ish Smith is really he's, – he's looked so incredible because, um, like, when he got, like, brought over, you're like, are they going to waive him? Then they said they're not. Then you're like, what are they going to actually do with him? Actually, here's a good question, Dev. Does it make you look at the trade different? We said this was a two for one. We said this trade was a two for one. I'm yeah. not joking. You're laughing, but I'm being no, serious. I'm laughing I honestly it's a look at this trade now point. and I go, KCP and Ish? What's wild is like uh like Nuggets Nation has been like higher on Ish Smith than anyone else. <laughs> like he just seems to kill them sure. every single time. So now he's on the Nuggets side and you're like, hey, this is exactly what we see them do every single time. This it's crazy not to get him. If Ish Smith plays, which I think he's got to play now. You have to look at the trade differently. Yeah, I think you have to. All right, if I love he's it. on the bench and not playing, then yeah. But. I mean, honestly, like you look at it and you go, you got a starter for a starter. You got a backup point guard for a backup point guard, yeah. and the starter is better than the starter you lost. Right. It's easy as that. <laughs> Let's go with Piwat next. Piwat. Oh, you know what? Easy one for give me. Give me some Piwat. Yeah, give me some Piwat. His stock is up. I mean, yeah. it was at a low point. Like, you know, like he, we, we hadn't seen a whole lot He's from flashed, him. He's flashed, man. He's had some flashes that make you go, whoa. Against NBA guys, he looks better than he did in the summer. <laughs> that's true. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And then also, like, there's just so many um, 
Like, there's so much potential there. And he's only about to get better because he's going to go and be able to actually play, actually right. learn, um, you know, from a, a pretty good coach and go against, like, super like good guys. But throughout the year, he's just going to, like, learn. I love that he's going to be under the tutelage of Andre Miller. I love that Andre yeah. Miller gets his hands on him. I think that's so cool. All right, what else we got? Let's hit Davon Reed. You know, man, I'm going to go up. I'm going to go neither yeah, I, yeah, up nor yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, really, I don't I'll go up, I think he's neither I, up I think Davon's been pretty good. He's made shots. Yeah, his shot looks better. I mean, he's Davon Reed. I'm lower on Davon, I you think, You know what you you're getting, are. and you're not getting that much. You kind of like him? Or you just think he is what he is? I think he just is what he is. But also, I think you could throw him in there, and it's just going to be like a net zero, which I think you need from a guy at the end of the bench. It's not like you need him yeah. to go in and score the basketball, but he can add that. He doesn't really get attacked on defense. Like, he's just he's just steady. I think in a perfect world, he's not in your rotation. He's your 11th guy. I agree. Yeah, I agree. All right, who else? Let's go with Zeke Naji next. Oh, this is a tough one. The training camp MVP. Wow. This is a really tough one. I hate to do this, guys. Well, where's our reveal? This is a hard one. No, actually. I got to go down. Guys, let me ask you this. Coming in, did you think that he was going to be firmly in the rotation? Yeah. Is he he firmly in the rotation? Everyone talked about him as being the MVP of training camp. And um, this is is Zeke Naji's year to showcase himself. Um, he did look good though. Like I mean, it's weird to call he it has down because he has like you just don't know what Zeke you're gonna get. That's the thing, and also, also don't know if, he's don't gonna know if you're play. gonna get Zeke. <laughs> That's yeah. a problem, you know. Like he, he's uh, available, and the coach doesn't want him to play, <laughs> even though he gives him all the hype. Train like Zeke is there. the weirdest part of this preseason to me. The weirdest yeah. part because like you can't even Zach Lowe is talking about him. Everybody's talking about Zeke because you know that the front office and coaching staff are like, hey, man, Zeke Naji's been incredible. I don't see him in the box score. Yeah, I didn't play him. (laughs) (laughs) We saw him in the scrimmage, though. The scrimmage. Hey, hey, you know what? He looked great. He looked exactly like he has when he's played. He's been, like, strong. Solid. Just, like, focused on going strong at the hoop. He's had some good games in the preseason. He has. He has. It's hard to put him down, but it's impossible to put him up when he's clearly not in the rotation. So, I don't know, man. He's the toughest one. Blame the stock up, stock down game. DeAndre Jordan. Uh, You know what? I'm going stock up. His stock up. It is. We all went up. I mean, it it was admittedly started at a really low point. Yep. He did, but he's rebounded well. Looks serviceable. He's been okay at backup center before yeah. tonight. He was really bad tonight, though. Yeah. Just want him to do a little bit more when he gets in um, on the boards. But we've also seen some pretty big board nights from him as yeah. well. So, like, I think he's I think he's been well. It's like, the number one thing you need him to do. Rebound. A lot better than what everyone thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, Let's hit Bruce Brown. Oh, <laughs> Come on, man! Like we don't even—we spent way a whole up. segment on yeah, him. We spent several up, shows on him. Way it's up, way up. Way up. Couldn't be higher. Bruce Brown is Mr. Nugget. We just need a nickname <laughs> for him now. That's it. Mr. That's all no, we need. It's not Mr. Nugget. <laughs> <laughs> we all love Bruce a lot. Uh, let's go to KCP then. Uh, man, this one's tough. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of what I expected. Yeah, I think he's just balanced. He's e- he's I'm even. Bad. Yeah, yeah, he's even for me. Yeah. yeah, he's even to me. He's been what I expected, but that's good. Like, when I say his stock is neither up, it's a good stock. It's yeah. a really good stock. Yeah, I'd be also, buying that stock. Like, the things you're upset safe. about is just, like, <laughs> things that he could easily just stop. Like, hey, you can't take tough shots. Okay. Then you're back to, like, right, playing right. hard defense. Yeah. You're, like, back to you know playing what? I'm gonna in go the floor up. of the offense. I'm gonna KCP's go one of those, good. He's one those funds you can buy into that's going never going to go down but is only going to go yeah. up, like, very, very marginally. Small. Five, five yeah. and a half percent. I'm going up, though. His defense has been important, and, like, the Nuggets defense has been good. He has to get the, some credit for that because he's been good yeah. on it. So, All right. Let's hit Bones Highland. I'm going up. up. I'm going up. I mean, going he got up. hurt, so that part sucked. But you know what? When we've seen him – look, tonight – Bones Highland looked kind of unguardable. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he kind of looks unguardable a lot. He's so quick, man. He really has that shake to him that, like, he could just do whatever he wants. He also had a crazy, like, Kyrie Irving-type finish today. Oh, that I, I still don't know. He actually went on a run. But, like, that <laughs> one finish was crazy. Then he, like, got stuck and just threw it off the backboard. Like, he's, he's tough. He's just super tough. He had that one he loves where he jumps off his left foot from the left side with the right hand off the backboard where he just outhangs his defender. He's good, man. I will say he falls three or four times a game where I fear he's hurt. 
I mean, he's so little. I think <laughs> that's something that's going to follow Bones for a while. He man. plays so hard. He attacks so recklessly. And he's then, just like, going to roll like, oh. a lot of ankles. Uh, by the way, people trying out some nicknames. What do you guys? I, I don't give you. Don't taint. Don't not don't saying anything. Say anything. Don't I say anything? What do you guys think about Spruce for Bruce? Bruce the Spruce or just Spruce? What do you guys think the Colorado tree, state tree, the blue spruce? What do you think, chat? <laughs> Lots of people in the chat are also throwing out Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty's terrible. Bruce, Bruce Almighty's all right. I like that movie. Bruce sucks. is a hard name to really. I like the spruce. What do the people spruce. think of the spruce in the chat? The spruce goose. Some people say nope. Some people say nope. Other people say down. (laughs) This is why I didn't say anything. Uh, Speak for me. Bruce Brown, the blue spruce. Let's hit Uncle Jeff. I'll keep workshop. Who is it? Uncle Jeff. Um, uh, even. I mean, it's it's even. Jeff didn't try this preseason, guys. (laughs) Yeah, he did not try. Except he took a charge today. (laughs) He did take a charge. He was forced to. He hit the side of the backboard, man. And also, I haven't (laughs) been seeing the dunks that like I'm used to seeing, like the the athleticism. I don't even remember the last time I talked about the athleticism. It's usually a topic after every show. (laughs) Jeff Green is neither up or down. I will say, if he plays not great in the regular season. You know, maybe some noise starts for Zeke taking that spot. You know, DeAndre Jordan plays and yeah. Zeke takes that spot. I yeah. mean, it's always a possibility, so we'll Zeke see. Zeke is, I <sighs> a power forward. <laughs> Let's hit uh, Aaron Gordon next, then. I'm going to go up. I'm going to go up. I mean, it's kind of what I expected. Yeah. Nothing nothing yeah. up or down. I, well, I say this. He had some moments where his shot looked good. I thought he passed up threes tonight. Yeah. And... There are going to be times when he's going to need to take them, especially from the corner. Like, he passed up a corner one tonight where he was wide open. But I will say, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I would rather he find other spots on the court to occupy. And when there's time on the shot clock, I don't mind him being like, no, guys, there's 12 seconds. Let's find something better than me taking a three. It seems like the development last season that happened over the second half of the year where he was really using his body and his size and his muscle to take advantage of smaller matchups, that seems like it's still there. Like, that was present tonight. I think the biggest thing with Aaron, Aaron Gordon is he's not having to exert all of his defense. I mean, his uh, energy on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. He's able to just like guard his guy and then help side and things like that. It's not like all on him to stop a guy or to slow a guy down. And I think that that will only like have him like last longer and be like a little bit uh, more energized throughout yeah. the season. Yeah, I will say he kind of got cooked by some guys though. He did. For Norman sure. Powell cooked him, and Demar Derozan cooked him. So, but whatever, we'll see. All right, Jamal Murray. Uh, I don't know. I can't no, even. No, no grade. I'm gonna go. I don't I, even know. I gotta go down. I mean, it's a down just because he didn't play. Like it is a. Bu- I mean, he's he's a bummer. It, he didn't play. But I I'm don't not think going, I can't the preseason was more important to any other player than Jamal Murray, I mean, and he, he barely NBA, played. Yeah. It's. It was a bad preseason for him. For sure. Yeah, it's tough. Why are you bringing up old stuff, Kale? He looked good in those 15 minutes, though, we, that we seen. That him. second stint against the Thunder? He did look good there. Man. You know what? He's up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two more. Let's hit Michael Porter Jr. I mean, come on, man. Are you oh, kidding he's me? The, he's the man right now. Are you right kidding now? me? Boy. We spent a whole segment on him. Michael Porter. First of all. Doesn't miss shots when he shoots him. It's one of my it's favorite traits about yeah, it. It's, it's good to have that. Yeah. And He's then up. finally we've got King Yoke. <laughs> down? <laughs> gotta be down. <laughs> King Yoke's not a stock down. Preseason. Oh my god, I can't believe it. Buy the dip, everyone. Buy the Man. dip. Really, like uh I mean he, did he try? Like really, did he well, try in this? I, th- I don't I think feel like so. they I feel like the Nuggets wanted him to rest. And like having the wrist injury, like lets them have something to rest them if they want. I really don't think that he cared. He didn't really try or want to do anything. Um, I don't know what that means. No, here's what I will say about it. I genuinely believe this, at least of the last two games, and maybe it now informs us for the first game even too. I think Yoke had an agenda coming into camp, or into camp into preseason, and it had nothing to do with winning games or scoring points. I think he had an agenda, and he focused all of his energy on that agenda. And it was just getting guys familiar yeah. with how yeah. to run the offense. Love and it's it. like, yeah. And, and honestly, he played that way. He played like, I'm not calling the number where I go into the posted score. Like, he didn't post up. How many post ups have we seen from Jokic? He had like Think about one it. tonight. Think about it. How many times have we seen him in the post? I think this really? was a deliberate. So, like, saying he's down, we know it's, it's artificially down. He's depressing. Do he's depressing the stock. Do we think opening night of the regular season, he flips the switch and he's Jokic of last year? Or. 
is there still a little of this let me get everybody involved? It reminds me of when Michael Porter said he was in camp and he thought Plumlee was better than Yoke. <laughs> like, Yoke was probably doing this too and Michael Porter just didn't realize. He's like, man, this guy's not good. He never scores. Yeah. I do think he's going to just turn it on. I really think it's just going to be a switch where he's like, hey, uh, y'all know what it is. I hope so. I Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We're gonna. I'm so curious to see Yoke opening night. <laughs> Does he have 12 points? Does he have 40? <laughs> like anything's possible. I have no idea. Um, all right, is that everybody? All righty, DNVR Nuggets. Oh, we're back, baby. We're oh, back. We are back. Guess what's over? Preseason. The preseason. We oh, officially man. turn our Thank attention God. now to the regular season, which starts in just a few days. A couple house cleaning notes here, guys. One, give us a like. If you're watching this on your computer, laptop, phone, whatever, just hit that like button. It only takes a second. We appreciate it. Helps other people find the show. We are having a party here at the DMVR oh. bar, this very bar we are in right now. Next Wednesday, you're going to want to get here early. There's a new menu. I'm telling you, come here for dinner. The food is here. It's fantastic. I love the food, the new redone food. We have Chef Daniel, who's been a chef for NBA players. He whips up some great food, man. So good. The, the stuff here is great. It's a banger. Uh, we're going to have a party going on. There's going to be giveaways and stuff. Uh, it's going to be great. And then you want to go on dnvrlocker.com and buy our party bus, which yes. is November 5th. It's like three weeks away. Don't miss out on that. Tell your friends about it. Get your friends going. Say, hey, man, we haven't had a night out, the fellas, in a while. Or the ladies. Yeah. Or the ladies. Say, hey, let's get, there's this cool party pack. You get a bus ride to and from the arena. We can with drink us. with us. You're going to have a good time. Everybody's going to be there. It's, it's always a good party, man. So that, uh, hop on DMVR Locker, our takeover. It's our party bus. Uh, you're not going to want to miss out. Everybody. Have a great weekend. We're going to be back on Monday as we get ready for the on season. We'll see you all then.